Hello, everybody. Welcome to the EDF Sports Podcast. It is sponsored by TheEverydayFan.com. Go check it out. We got everything in the latest up-to-date sporting news. Go check out the shop. We got all your memorabilia needs. Make your man cave what you always wanted it to be. Enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to the EDF Sports Podcast. It's been a little while, but we are back with Lamar Fields up there in the corner and Jack Neary down there on the bottom. Jack's back again after a long hiatus of traveling down to Florida. How you guys been? Pretty good. Weather's fantastic. Jack, you liking it down there? I, I really do. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm about 45 minutes south of you, sir, and it is fan. It's beautiful down there. I love that part where you're at, actually. I, I mean, perfect, perfect spot. So, uh, I'll come down there and we'll watch the uh, Rockets go up. Yeah, it sounds good to me, man. I'm never buying a pair of pants again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Our pair of shoes. All right, guys. Well, man, yesterday, finally, after a long summer of waiting, the NFL has kicked off. We had our first game with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys, and it gave us everything that we thought it was going to be, all the way down to that dumb move of giving Brady a minute and 24 seconds on the clock. I'll tell you right now, I saw Peyton Manning somewhere in my head going, no, you did not. You gave him a minute and 24, really, really, because you knew what was happening. You knew what was coming. Um, what did you think of that game, Jack? Uh, I thought it was, like, it, it's almost been every every major guy I've ever seen or, or every major sports athlete that I thought was, was the greatest, you, you know, it, Muhammad Ali, I, I only got to watch the tapes of him, but, but when he started just getting slugged by, by, um, by Foreman on the ropes, you know, we had a plan. Yeah, you know, Tiger Woods hitting a shot within four feet of the cup in the dark or the dusk, whatever you'd like to call it. Yeah. I mean, that was that was one of the greatest. But Jordan, you never thought Jordan was going to lose. When I was a kid and I woke up and I read the papers, I couldn't believe it. I wanted a different paper. I didn't believe he lost a game. Yeah. Right? Especially an important one. Um, Brady, I, you know, I hearken back to a game that I watched with my father the one time. And it was during the Patriots' undefeated season. And they were playing against just like you said, Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a game-winning drive. And I looked at him, I was like, and he was just, uh, you want to go do what you're going to do? He goes, no, I want to watch this. I go, it's over. I go, Brady is going to win this game. Like, it's just what he does. He knows how to execute at the highest level, at the highest minutes, when when everything's on the line. Brady doesn't lose. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's Ali, that's Jordan, that's Woods. That's all of those guys. That's right. What, what what did you see, Lamar? Uh, pretty good game. Uh, Dallas left <coughs> Dallas left a lot of points on the board, missing field goals and extra points. And they needed a they needed a touchdown on that last drive, not a field goal. But uh, overall, they they played they played well, put up some points, forced some turnovers. Did you Dallas did Dallas surprise yeah. you at all though? I mean, because I wasn't expecting uh, their defense to handle that Tampa Bay offense like they did. I thought their defense played yeah, exceptionally. Yeah, defense surprised me a little bit, but the offense, they got, they gonna, Dallas going to score points. They got good receivers, good offensive line, good quarterback. They're going to score points. Defense got some turnovers turnovers in there with four, but really three because that, that Hail Mary before halftime, they should yeah. count those that turnovers. They're just throwing the ball up. But, uh, right? <laughs> I'm sure yeah. Brady and all them quarterbacks would agree, too. <laughs> we shouldn't yeah. count those chunk of <laughs> throws that you get. But, yeah. yeah they, they, I mean, they played well. 
this the Bucks, you're gonna have to because Brady gonna complete a lot of passes. You're gonna have to try to knock that ball out and hit and get that ball loose because they gonna complete a lot of passes. Right. Because Brady's smart and he know what to do. High IQ, so you're gonna have to force the ball out another way, strip it out and stuff like that. But when you playing teams like the Chiefs and Bucks, you can't leave points on the board. Yeah. It's gonna come back to bite you in the end. Jack, should Washington be worried about Dallas? Did they show oh, yeah. something? So there, were, there, there were a couple of interesting narratives going into last night. So the narrative was is that Tampa Bay's backfield was going to be split. Is it Ronald Jones? Is it Leonard Fournette? Oh, we're going to go with the hot hand. Listen, right. Leonard Fournette's wearing seven, where he dominated with that number at LSU. Mm-hmm. Okay, He got a nickname. Brady gave him a nickname. Like your buddy. Right? Remember <laughs> your buddy in high school? They give you a nickname, and that's how you know you're part of the crew. Right? He gave him a nickname, Playoff Lenny. It's almost like, uh, Aaron, oh, Aaron Rodgers. Do you think he likes uh, Robert Tanya? Yeah, he calls him Bobby. Bobby Tanya. Right? <laughs> like, they're buddies. You're part yeah. of the club now. Once you get right? that extra name, you know you're in, right? Right. Ronald Jones is done. He might see the field again. He fought, like, You notice, Leonard Fournette dropped a pass that turned into an interception. That was Brady's interception, not Leonard Fournette's. Yes. Right? Ronald Jones fumbled the ball. And a coach didn't even go to console him. He went goodbye. Ronald Jones is done. That narrative is now put to sleep. The other narrative was that Dak Prescott didn't look, or, or, or you know, how was he going to look when he came back from his injury? That yeah. was that was a huge narrative, right? Because that right. was that was gruesome. I mean, we we all kind of didn't want to see that replay again. Right. Okay. So Dak Prescott came back. And what we learned is that even if Dak Prescott isn't as athletic or as mobile as he was at one time, because I don't think he's 100% silly to believe that, he's a smart quarterback. And that's really why they kept him. He's made a lot of throws last night that were anticipatory, that, that were way before the wide receiver made the move. And he slung the ball, what, 58 times? Yes. <laughs> 58 times, 58 throws. And they Too weren't, many, though. They, but they, they weren't necessarily the strongest throws. They weren't necessarily gone. They weren't any of that stuff. Dak Prescott could see the game, I would say, at the same level or very close to his counterpart, Tom Brady. That's true. But why do you think they did that with the offense? I mean, you have Zeke Elliott sitting back there who looked rather good during the preseason. All those clips we saw on HBO. I mean, I think he's a a decent back. I, w- I didn't take him number one when I had the chance for a reason because I don't think he's that way. But he's a he's a very good back. Why do you think they went 58 throws last night? Well, because I think because Nick Martin was out one one of them, and I mean let's face it, the Tampa, Tampa Bay Bucks run defense is incredible. Yes. You got you got Vita V clogging up the middle. You got. Them fast linebackers and David and uh damn stuff. Sometimes you see, you David, looked at the David size of those guys. Yeah. yeah, they they was covering all the gaps. So <laughs> those guys I like the game. Big. I like the game plan the Cowboys had. Get the ball out quick. Get and, uh, and challenge the uh, Bucks cornerbacks. Because you can't. That's, that's gonna have to be the way to beat the Bucks. You got to challenge their cornerbacks. You can't because you can't. Unless you throw it deep over the middle, because if you throw it in the middle, over the middle, those linebackers gonna pick it off, man. They run like cornerbacks, so you gotta. Yeah. And that's that's a great point. So White has the same exact, almost the same, same exact. It might be a little bit, might be a smidge, just a touch quicker. He has the same forty times as Elliott. So you got you got uh, Vita Wave, which was at, he was ruining. I mean, it, it, people want to talk about missed calls last night. The guy was held in every play. 
Okay, and the Damakansu is right next to him. So you have both of those guys clogging the middle and a guy that runs just as fast as your running back. So mm-hmm. so how are you to take advantage of this team? And the only way you're going to be able to take advantage of the team is if they believe you're going to run a little bit, pull those linebackers up and slip somebody like a CD Lamb, which they did behind the coverage. You're and right, then, and, and, and you know what? That worked, but I, I also think it goes back to what you said a little bit earlier too. Dak wasn't all the way himself. You could see there were times when he had a gap to take off running, and then he fell down. He wouldn't do it. You know? He wouldn't do and, it, yeah. And, yeah. and that guy had the, – the commentator made a good point, one one good point through the whole game because he had a lot of bad ones, Chris did. But um, the, one good, the one good point that he made was that it wasn't the knee. So it's a little different from a standpoint of getting back there and you're worried about that knee getting hit than it is the ankle. But then as soon as he's, like, saying that – that goes to take off and and it just goes down and you're like he's still thinking about it you could tell quite a few times that's still on his head and not 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 judging not you know downing him for it i'm just saying that i maybe that played a role in such a close game so the ankle wouldn't scare me as much as if it was josh allen or if it was patrick mahomes which we've seen at mahomes not throw as well in a bad ankle okay um somebody that has pure absolute arm talent that wouldn't scare me as much. The ankle, you know, they're just they're just parts. I could throw the thing 60. Or you know what? For for what he is and what people complain about all the time, Joe Flacco has a cannon. I wouldn't care about his ankle. Not one instance. Okay? All those guys that have absolute just arms, I wouldn't care about their ankle. But Prescott's fourth-round arm talent. I mean, I mean, people go, well, I'm only a fourth-round pick, or they complain about that. At the end of the day, that's where your arm talent is. That's how quarterbacks get drafted. They don't draft you in the draft because of your wins. They don't draft you because of where you went to school. They draft you based on arm talent. You know, and, and at the end of the day, Dak Prescott has fourth round arm talent. So where do you put him right now in 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 the NFL as far as quarterbacks go? Where would you where would you place him? Um, for he really believes in himself. Um, and and you know what? At the end of the night last night, uh, the last thing he said to Brady was, "I'll see you guys down the we'll see you guys down the road." And I think he really believes that. I think he really believes that that Dallas is going to be good enough to get down the road. Now, how far they get, I don't know. Yeah. But but for a guy to say that to Tom, and Tom just give him the thumbs up, like like okay, like and and for him to say that he had a good game, which he did, um, somewhere inside the top I, seventh, sixth. What about you, Lamar? Oh, eight nine somewhere in there. I gotta see some more games first. It's, it's just the first game. I'm not well, okay, but let's okay, let's I, have I, this. I let's let's get rid of let's get rid of yesterday. Yeah. Let's get rid of yesterday, right? Because I had him in fantasy last year. Yeah. I, I drafted him. I got I him this year too. All right, so I didn't <laughs> yeah. take him this year. No, he scared me a little bit. The the legs and all that other stuff kind yeah. of scared me a little bit. Okay. Yeah. But last year, if you ju- if you get rid of, uh, you know, obviously the injury. He was leading the league in yards and touchdowns yeah. by, by, like, a lot. He was yeah. actually going to beat, yardage-wise, all of Mahomes' records well, last year. And what did they have? They were averaging, like, 32 points when he was in it, there. It was the insane. Game. And, and, yeah. and they only had wins, and they were only in games because that's of right. him. So, so, you know, to say that he can't lead a team or doesn't have the leadership quality, that's untrue. I, I think know. it's, I, you know. I can I, see I think it. it's, yeah. You know, it's it's Mahomes. It's it's obviously Josh Allen. Uh, Aaron Rodgers still around. Uh, that guy. I don't know if you guys have heard of him. Uh, he played opposite last night. Tom Brady's still there. Um, 
no, Tom Brady is still playing in the NFL gotcha. 22 yeah. seasons. But but Dak Prescott's like six. Yeah. You, Six-ish. You know, speaking of another old guy, though. And Russell Wilson's up there. I picked him up in my fantasy, a couple of my fantasy leagues this year, because of what happened last night. But O'Gronk coming through, having a big game yesterday, picked up real late in almost every draft that I was in and took part in. Um, what do you think about Gronk? I mean, he, 30, in my league, 30, 33, I know they're different points in different leagues, but for me, he gave me 33. Um, I so. love, first of all, I love the pickup. I mean, Gronk late, it, all, anybody that has, again, a relationship with Tom Brady late is a good draft pick. Okay. Um, and Gronk is, you know, he's invited to the home anytime he would like. Well, um, Gronkowski's a- all been about him. So people talk about, well, you know, is he washed up? Does he have any more? Listen, right. he's, he's got better hands, or he's got fantastic hands, and he's always going to outpoint a ball and outrun linebackers. It's all about his health. But he took the year off, played a little bit last year, but he didn't really take any hits, right? He just kind of got, I'm only here to block. No, blocking gets you hit. Yeah, I, most definitely. And to me, the reason why I took him was a perfect play in the fourth quarter. I don't know you remember. They got blitzed late in the fourth quarter. Oh, yeah, he, man, comes, the, he comes man, off. Man, guard, yep, comes off that. And, and to me, see, that's why I picked him up, though, is because when you have that much time with a quarterback, like those two saw that situation together, you know? They were in perfect fucking harmony right there where they looked. He knew exactly what he was doing. He made the cut back this way, caught that ball, perfect. And, and that, to me, is why I picked him up. And he, he was just great. But another one who I also had picked up for the same reason was um, uh, Antonio Brown. Now, Brown gave me 22 I think Brown gonna lead the lead in receiving. Twenty. Sorry, I'm looking right here. He gave me twenty three point seven, and you're right. And did you see? I mean, to me, I he didn't lose himself. When did when did um, you know? How did he just get bad? You know. But yet, round after round, I was seeing him still there, still there, still there. I'm like, you know what? I'm taking this guy because that's Antonio Brown. And in the end, if he yeah. can still play like he was, like he always has, with Tom Brady as his quarterback. How is he not going to get yards? Yep. You know, and right. touchdowns. I mean, I see, I see a lot of touchdowns coming for him. Yeah, I do too. Uh, I think he proved that last night. Now, his whole thing has always been: can he stay around? Can he continue to perform without doing something? Well, stupid. Uh, we're talking about Antonio Brown. And I already once I heard stupid or silly, I knew. Yeah. I, well. True, but uh, but I mean, I, I was telling him I, I I got him for the same reason though. I picked him up for the same reason because, like I told, how do you go bad? Like he didn't just go bad. Like I know if he plays like he can play with Tom Brady as a quarterback, you've got something. And and last night Antonio, they showed it. Here's the thing about Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown is the type of person that tests you to prove or to sh- to see if you'll stick up for him. 
I don't know why he does it. Uh, you know, it has to be right. some type of some type of childhood thing or whatever. I'm not sure what it is. By the way, Antonio Brown, people for 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 the clown that he is or portrays or acts sometimes, uh, he's very religious. You know, he 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 did work uh, when he went to God Western Michigan with the churches and stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. and that's the other thing too. Like Tom Brady went to Michigan. Antonio Brown went to Western Michigan. That's that they know Michigan. You know, mm-hmm. oh, they get to talk about the days up in the cold and the Michigan winters. They, there's a connection. <laughs> they really do. Tom mm-hmm. Brady finds a connection with people. And and Ben Roethlisberger only he didn't care about you. He he really didn't. He didn't he didn't go to bat for anybody. He didn't go to bat for Bell when he needed a contract. Hey, he seems right? to say that he was the reason why TJ just got his money. No, no, no. He does now. Yeah, he said because he learned from losing all of. Yeah, his he friends. said that 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 was that money that he gave up on his restructure was so well, that no, no, guys no, like maybe, and, get that. No, no and I'm with it. Maybe <laughs> that's true now. Maybe he learned from all the right. It, it's really yeah. tough to play football without your friends, right? Like, yeah. He's been he's been what he, he's been sacked. He's been hurt. He's been, he needed Bell and he needed Brown. Mm-hmm. And, and when Brown would show up late to practice every once in a while, he wouldn't stick up for him. He wouldn't do it. He wouldn't try to slip him in the back door. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Right? When Le'Veon Bell wanted a contract, when Le'Veon Bell wanted to get paid like a wide receiver, right? This is an absolute fact, by the way. When, when, when Le'Veon Bell wanted to get paid like a wide receiver, do you know he was the ninth best wide receiver in the league, yards and receptions-wise? He caught mm-hmm. 71 passes. Yeah. He wanted to be paid like a receiver. He was 45 percent that season of your total offense yeah maybe about deserve to be paid and he you did nothing you didn't stick night. you didn't stick your neck out or the seven shins underneath ben you did mm. none of it right and, and so he respects brady because brady goes you know what man like I, I understand that you got a bad rap but you want to come in here and play football and 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 you want to um try your best i'll go to bat for you in here it it's what we what we now know as the Brady way, not the Belichick way, right? I mean, it, it it's Brady, and he commands a certain thing. He just like just like uh, uh, the sheriff did when he was in Indianapolis or Denver, right? I mean, I I, those kind of guys they they command that respect. Do it the way they want you to do it because they're telling you the right way. And uh, but I do think the Brady way is a little bit more forgiving. Right, the Belichick way is so stern, it's tough, it's militant, he's from a military family. And if you make a mistake, you're, you're on the bench for a little while. I think Brady sits there and goes, hey, look, man, I make mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. As long as you're in here trying your darndest, I, th- I think you're going to be just fine. Right. Um, who was the other one? Oh, Cooper. Oh, my goodness. Did he not just explode or what yesterday? Well, I mean... Mari Cooper did have a great day, but you know Mari Cooper is fantastic against backups all the time, and that's basically the secondary they played against. Once they lost, I mean they lost Murphy's bunting and they lost two other guys during the game. He smoked backups. Yeah, that's what he does. I mean, what did he have then? Like 19 catches? Something no, like he only had like he, I think he had 11 receptions for for 90 some yards and two touchdowns, and that's what Mari Cooper does. But here's the thing about Mari Cooper. This is why I caution fantasy owners all the time. Okay, Mari Cooper will give you big games. And and then you're going to turn around three weeks later and go, is Mari Cooper still playing football? <laughs> no, he is. Well, seriously, he'll have <laughs> a three for 34. Lack of consistency, right? He'll have a three for 34. He'll have a two for 19. Uh, I've seen him with a one for seven. One reception for seven yards. Right. 
and, and for me, he always gets drafted in the second and third round. And I'm like, hey, if you're going to take a shot on a guy that is very inconsistent, I, and I've done it most of my leagues, I took Odell Beckham in the sixth round. Because you know what oh, Odell yeah. Beckham – well, here's what Odell Beckham is. He's a guy who was having a good year last year until that ACF. Him and Baker were really starting to get on. Uh, and the other thing about Odell is I like betting on an athlete that knows everybody's betting against them. Mm-hmm. Especially right? like, one like, that has that kind of talent. Like I watched an interview, uh, a couple interviews from cornerbacks, and they're like, well, what do you think about Odell off the ACL? They go, that's not going to matter. That's not going to matter. Now he's got something to prove because everybody thinks he's washed. Right. But, like, and he, they, there are a lot of cornerbacks. Jalen Ramsey thinks Odell Beckham's the best wide receiver in the league because he can't guard him. Mm-hmm. You know, so I took Odell late or in the sixth round of a lot of my leagues because I fully expect him to come back off that ACL. Yeah. And uh, I think I'll, I think I'll that's, say a, that's a great pickup, I think. I, I think Baker throws 40-plus touchdowns this year. I hope so because that, that's, that's one of my quarterbacks too, so I hope he does. Um, speaking of which, though, Lamar, what, what game this week? Are, I mean, are you looking forward to that Raiders game the most, I should say? Are you ready yeah, to see the, the Raiders kick off? Raider. Yeah, I'm ready to see that game. Also, the uh, Chiefs and Browns game, too. Okay, that's uh, yeah. That's going to be a good one to watch. Lamar, how much did the Raiders win by? Uh, I'll say four. I'll say 14. That Baltimore team is absolutely banged up from top to bottom. Whoa. They lost their top corner. Oh, listen, they lost their top cornerback. Mm-hmm. They don't have they don't have a running back in the room. Lamar Jackson, his top wide receiver, Sammy Watkins, he just missed the past two weeks for whatever reasons. Wow. Well, who, who, what's your team look like? It looks like Lamar Jackson running for his life. Yeah. You know that, that like John Gruden could 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 game plan for that at the local Applebee's while having a few drinks. I mean, it's not going to be difficult. This Raiders team has Josh Jacobs. Derek Carr coming back his third year in that offense. Uh, uh, the Raiders are going ready to smash the Ravens in the black hole. Wow. It's not even close. You, Lamar, you should go to bed early. Just you, wake up and read the paper. You okay. think so too, I'm Lamar? Serious. Huh? Are they going to kill him, Lamar? I just, uh, I just. We got, got a, lot of, a lot of new players, so I'm just kind of like, uh, let's see how they. That's what I was going to say. What are you worried about the most with the Raiders? Uh, right now I'm worried about a lot of moving parts from the offensive line. Got a whole a new line. So with all those blitz, all those blitz packages that the Ravens do. Yeah. Yeah, but they can't do it because their leading quarterback is gone. Marcus Peters is out, so you can't yeah. blitz. So what are you gonna do? Like that's yeah, the real so. problem here. By the way, Brian Edwards was described, and I know John Gruden gets a little gets a little sauced and gets talking with the reporters. <laughs> I don't know if that's actually true. Um, but but he does allegedly. He compared, allegedly, he did compare Brian Edwards uh, to well, things. Uh, he could, did compare him to to, to, to Terrell Owens. So yeah, he had a hell of a training camp. He's making a lot of catches, but well, let's okay, starts, but let's talk real on Monday. <laughs> let's talk. Let's talk about the physical freak that that Brian Edwards actually is, though, yeah. because obviously he didn't have the off season. Nobody had the off season. It's not really an excuse. But he was a walk on. He was redshirted at South Carolina when he was nineteen. Massive hands, super strong. Cornerbacks couldn't stay on him. It took him a couple seasons, and obviously South Carolina never ended up with a quarterback. But got drafted to got drafted to the NFL. He's one of those guys that runs good crisp routes. He kind of reminds me of a Crabtree. He'll throw you off. 
people forget people forget he earned a starting spot last year for the Raiders, but got hurt. In, he got hurt in the first game and missed like eight weeks. I got him on every fantasy team, yeah. Lamar. I, I got forget. I got him on. I got him about. I got. Like six teams, I got on about two or three of them. <laughs> Y'all must have forgot it was written by Roy Jones Jr., but I don't forget. Um, so, Jack, uh, what game are you looking forward to the most? I mean, I think it's the most. It's going to be the most entertaining game uh, besides the one we just watched, and that's Cleveland and Kansas Cleveland City. KC. Uh, you know, the, the line sits at six and a half. Uh, the Browns are getting six and a half points before the game starts. Here's the one thing you guys need to know about Maker, Baker Mayfield. Okay, Baker Mayfield does hold grudges. He understands what people say about him forever and always. And he travels well, right? Baker Mayfield travels really well. He's the the quarterback from Oklahoma who traveled to Ohio State, destroyed that football team, and planted the Oklahoma flag in the middle of their stadium. Okay? (laughs) He's the quarterback who everybody said, oh, the Browns should have beat Pittsburgh by much more because they only had Mason Rudolph. They got to travel to Pittsburgh in the playoffs. The Browns are going to get crushed. Wrong again. They went up 28-0 halfway through the second quarter, and I thought he was going to grab a Cleveland flag right then and there. <laughs> now he travels to Well, but now he travels to Kansas City. Yeah. And they go, oh, if Patrick Mahomes didn't get injured, that Cleveland team wouldn't have been that close to Kansas City. Right. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? We've got the best defense, arguably, in the NFL. Yeah. I've got a great one-two punch combo at running back. And, oh, by the way, I get Odell Beckham back. And my numbers last year were the best in my career. He's starting to look comfortable. Yeah. And dare I say it, Baker's starting to look dangerous. And doesn't he almost have to as well? Because if he doesn't do it this year, don't the talk start to come? If he doesn't, well, I mean, he had a now? really good last season. His last season was good. It was fine. I mean, yeah. it, it, people for the games that the big games, the big the every game that they thought he was going to lose, he won. Like yeah. that's another one. Cleveland had to go to Tennessee. Oh, the Titans, Vrabel, Tannehill, Henry. Um, Mayfield had four touchdowns at halftime and 260 yards. Yeah. I mean, the dude was, he was, they asked him at the bread. They go, so, so how'd you feel at halftime? He goes, on fire. Like, he throws a good spiral ball. There was a, a preseason game uh, he threw a touchdown in. He threw a fadeaway yeah. spiral. And I went, that's why people drafted him. I'm a big Baker Mayfield guy. I think he goes over 40 touchdowns this season. And uh, I'm really looking forward to that I game. Hope so. Kansas City starts off 0-1. Interesting. Okay, real quick, though, too, Lamar, give me a outside team from each conference, a team that, that's a serious outside team that could compete and maybe get to the, the Super Bowl this year. Each conference? Uh, AFC and an NFC team. AFC, I would say... But like, I'm not going to give you the Broncos, because let's be for real. Even though I, I believe it, you know, I, I want to, you know, let's be for real. Which, which AFC team that's sitting there right now can upseed Kansas City? Um, I'm going to say the Patriots. Who? I, uh, I mean, NFC. That's, that's interesting, really. NFC, uh, 
if Mac Jones catches fire, you never know what could happen in New England. Yeah, the Patriots defense, I think, going to be. That's what I was about to say. They have a decent you know, defense that will keep you in the game. Everybody, everybody back from last year from not, from not playing because of COVID. But mm. NFC, oh, man. Come on. Who do we think's going in the NFC anywhere? Uh, do you got Green Bay or Tampa Bay? I got Tampa. Tampa? Jack? Green Bay. Green Bay. Green Bay. They'd be in it and be in the game, but they're going to do some bogus, some stuff. They're going to do something stupid like they always do in the playoffs. That like hurt themselves, a, right? Give a 40-yard touchdown bomb for halftime, <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> stuff to, Right. I'll give you two teams. Go ahead. I'll give you two teams. Uh, I, and I think this will be the Super Bowl. You can't take teams that are that are completely obvious. Everybody wants, you know, to see Mahomes, Brady, mm-hmm. and uh, much like in Jordan's era where no one ate, Mahomes doesn't get championships against Brady either. Okay. Brady, you know, Brady, you know, this is how crazy Tom Brady is. You know, Tom Brady sent his wife packing. <laughs> he threw his wife and family out of the house for that week. That's an absolute fact. He bought yeah. them a hotel. He turned that that house into a hotel slash war room, calling players at five thirty in the morning, going over plays with them. Yeah. Like, you ain't got no chance against that guy. Nope, that's uh, why he's got seven rings on him, right? It is difficult though because they've already lost defenders, and I'm not saying they're going to be lost for the whole season, but you know, like he said, he things didn't look all that great last night. Okay, they mm-hmm. they beat the Cowboys, and the Cowboys weren't very so, good last year. So who can come out of the NFC then? So. You know, we have to go with a team that has defense on all levels um, because, you know, defense wins championships, but you need to score. So I'll take the Rams there. I'll take the Rams coming out of the mm. NFC. Mm, um, nice. You know, they get they get Stafford. I know they've had a, a couple running back issues, but they seem to have shored that up for now. And, uh, and out of the AFC, I'll take the most complete team. And people still have questions about the quarterback, but I do not. I'll take the Cleveland Browns. That's a, that's a pretty good shot. For 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 me, it's the on the NFC side. I'm saying Tampa and Green Bay are my. I you know I think they're just gonna go that way. But the 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 sneaky one that might be there. I love the Rams. That was a great. That's a great pick because they have everything that it takes. So you it, it depends on how Stafford comes out. I believe he's gonna have. Fabulous season. I think he's and they're gonna, one and all already. I think he's going to kill it. But, but we forget there's a little team in Washington that is pretty doggone good right now, and they seem to be getting it together. And so if I'm going to pick a sneak one, then maybe Washington somehow finds their way to 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 get better. I, uh, I like I, mean. I like Washington, but I just I just Fitzpatrick can play good for four weeks then. The next four weeks, he looks like he don't belong in the NFL. Yeah. If he, can I mean, play, if he can play consistent through the whole season, then, yeah, I like Washington's chances. I think that's that, – Yeah, that's and that's probably, what's tough about Washington. Yeah. We all love their we all love their yeah. defense, but you, yeah. but you need to be able to put points on the board. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you have a, a smaller quarterback. You have two quick but yet small wide receivers. Um, right. For, for me, I, I just don't see them having – I don't see them having – like, I know everybody loves Terry McLaurin, but I don't think he's a number one. I actually don't. I don't think he's a number one. I think he's a nice slot wide receiver, and it's all Washington has. And to be quite honest, I think they just drafted a really good number one out of North Carolina, and it might not be his year. 
but uh, in fantasy circles, Dynamic Brown is 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 going to be hot. Um, yeah, I'm, I mean, I just I just think that they're they're there. I don't think that's why I said I don't I I would not pick them to win the NFC, and I haven't. But I'm just saying that would be my darkest, my dark horse of reality, kind of a dark horse. And on the AFC side, I'm going to say it again, and I'm going to keep saying it again and again and again. It's the Titans for me. They're going to go. But if if I'm going to pick, because to, to me the AFC is the same. I mean, to me the AFC is a three horse. You got Kansas City, uh, Buffalo, and Tennessee. And to me that's going to be that that kind of a battle for that top. Not Cleveland. I mean. I'm just, uh, maybe, I, I've heard everything you said, and I understand that, and I get that, and all that. I just don't see them yet as reaching that point of being, um, as being Best, a... Hold on, a let, me, can, let me see if I can persuade you a little bit. Okay. Best offensive line in football. Fifth easiest running schedule. Okay. I mean, that, that, we schedules matter, right? We talked about no, earlier sure. about how yeah, the, no, schedules sure. matter a little bit. Now, I've got two number one running backs i mean I, I could have trent dilfer back there and get to the playoffs if i had the fifth easiest running schedule and the best offensive line i just see tennessee's made that progression each year they've gotten to that knee and to me i'm a believer in that in sports just like when i picked milwaukee for that same reason to win in the nba because they took that step they took that next step and I felt like this was that time. That's the same way I see Tennessee. I see them have built the last couple of years and the additions they made in this offseason. I think to me, it, 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 they have to be a consideration to be uh, 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 one of the front runners. But I, I'm, look, I'm not putting down Cleveland at all. Um, uh, oh, no, I, I got Mayfield so... as my quarterback for, for my one of the one of the leagues. So I believe in them, but I just I want to see it. I guess give me give me give me week two. You know? Something a little bit more interesting, and, and everybody's going to be on the Browns bandwagon after they beat Kansas City. Week there, two could be a little slippery for them. Let's watch this week. There you go. Let me see how they perform against KC. No, don't worry about it. I'll, I'll show you the newspaper. Um, here's what's interesting. Uh, I did a couple. Obviously, I do. Um, I run a lot of fantasy leagues, you know. Mm. And um, I, I, I was in this fantasy 16-team fantasy league. It was not the easiest. But there was a coaching yeah, they were tough. But how about this, Lamar? There was there was a coaching part of this one. So you have to draft. Wow. You also have to draft a coach, and that goes wow. towards your wins. Yeah. Now Hold on, I had a lead about two years ago. I was in a lead that had like damn near a full team. Yeah. Like four linemen, three linebackers, cornerback <laughs> yeah. safeties, punters, and kickers. I was like, damn. <laughs> so this is interesting. So I've never seen a coach thing though. is that. I took Tennessee. Uh, because I took uh, I took Vrabel as my coach. Mm-hmm. Here's what's interesting, though, is that his projection uh, on the year was 113. I don't know how they come up with the coach's projection, but it was 113. Hmm. Okay? And I took him because I thought Tennessee was going to be good, and I do think they're going to be good. Stefanski's was 144. Hmm. That, right, see? That was very interesting to me because we know that these apps project very well. I mean, these are algorithms, they're computers, yeah, alien, they're aliens put that. them together. You know, we're just a bunch of apes here trying to figure out their stuff. <laughs> right. But 144 is a big number. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it was a shade under McVeigh, and it was right in the Andy Reid category. And I was like, man, somebody knows how good Stefanski really is. Wow. It's like somebody knows. Right. 
That's so, a, I don't know, something to think about. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. That really is. Um, I, uh, I took Rabel. I didn't go with Stefanski. But now that I look back on it, I revisit the whole thing, and I went, hmm, I probably should have probably should have went with the Browns. Like, I think they're going to have that type of season. Man, uh, again, I'm glad they're playing KC because this will be a great a great judge of, of what they're going to be. And they can even lose. I mean, let's face it. If they play their, you know, off and we see this tight game and KC barely pulls it off and all that, that will go a long way to, to showing who they are. They don't have to win this game to be to, – to win. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, I'm – that's a great game to look forward to for sure. It could be a lot like it could be a lot like last year. You know, you could see Cleveland lose this game but know they belong. Much like Tampa Bay lost to New Orleans twice, got to the playoffs and smoked them. Yeah. True that. True that. Well, guys, man, this has been great. Let's let's get in. I don't know if you guys are uh, want want to still do this, but I like this little last part myself. This little. Uh, uh, our last word, say goodbye, have your say on anything you want to have your say on, anything that's biting your buns or got got you in a tumble or you, something you just want to say hey to. But uh, let's go ahead and get into that before we head out. So, Lamar, give us a last word, man. Go Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> straight from the – straight out of Compton. No. <laughs> All right. Um, uh Nice and short and sweet. Go ahead, Jack. Give us a last word. All right. So I've been I've been kind of banging the drum the whole time here, but I'll give it to you. Uh, Baker Mayfield, forty plus touchdowns. Uh, we'll we'll say Odell Beckham returns to form this year. Uh, I believe I I'll, top fifteen wide receiver as far as fantasy football is concerned. Uh, Cleveland Browns go to the Super Bowl. Okay, they beat Kansas City this week too. I love it. I love it. Um, for me, I'm going to switch it up a little bit and go go to the NBA. I wish Liam was here because this one would tear him up, what I'm about to say. But I've kind of changed my mind. My last word is going to be on Ben Simmons. And I, that whole situation is crazy as can be, but that's Philadelphia for you. So we've seen it before. We know what's going on there. They're going to, they're going to do what they're going to do. But the word has come out that the Denver Nuggets may be interested in Ben Simmons. And so after giving it a lot of thought, and as much as I have uh, been against the Ben Simmons thing, um, I'm kind of jumping on the bandwagon a little bit for this one after giving it a lot of thought with the pieces that they have and seeing some of the things of him and and MPJ. And so um, Nuggets, we need something to get us through till January. Ben will look fine doing that role of distributing. We got enough people who can score the ball there. So, uh, you know, I mean, uh, maybe Ben finds his way to Philadelphia or to Denver from Philadelphia. Uh, so I'm changing my mind on Ben Simmons. That's my last word. Is I'm let's go Ben. Come on Nuggets. So yeah. So Sixers, uh, uh, Sixers really fumbled that situation. Bad, bad. Now they're going to trade him for basically nothing. Man, Maury's had this this rep for so long of being so good, but come on, he really messed this one up. Well, we kept we kept telling Liam that he he, he asking for too much, he's gonna screw himself over. And he now did. He, and he, he did. did. What what did he say today? Um. Oh God, 
Why don't they just take... Uh, listen, here's what I would trade Ben Simmons for. Uh, it's Denver, right? It's going to be cold a six right there soon. Yeah. Right? Denver tends to get a uh-huh. little chilly in the wintertime. Oh, Why yeah. don't you just trade him for a, a fantastic venti Starbucks coffee? <laughs> that seems fair value. It'll warm your heart on a cold d- Denver night. <laughs> right? And, and guess what? Philly has to deal with 37% from the line forever. Yeah, I mean, you know... I, I'm just saying I think Denver has enough parts and haven't been in there to help out until till Murray can get himself back going. Might not Don't be they have a guy a that idea. passes the ball well, too? I mean, I'm not, I was a big Monte Morris fan for a couple of years. But he, to me, he kind of he, he hit a wall. Like, he didn't get better. He, he, I think he is who he is, and that's great. And he's a good, what, what, what in football they call a good game manager, right? I mean... He can manage the game well, and he's not going to kill you because he doesn't have a turnover ratio. His turnover ratio is great, so he's not going to kill you that way. But he's not going to be that guy who can lead you to a championship either. He's just a uh, he's a great backup point guard. So yeah, but you've got Jokic who can pass the ball. You just oh, need well, yeah. a scorer when the big guy gets a little tired. That's all you really need. Well, you just need a scorer. Which, by the way, uh, and. No, no. Hey, but I predict if Ben goes there, he's going to turn back into LSU, Ben. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, that wasn't good either. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't good either. All right, I lost this one. Um, but <laughs> I just got into that today a lot. I started getting my mind around it. I started almost becoming a Ben Simmons fan. So thank you guys for shaking that back out. Um, but, uh, hey, I appreciate this, you guys. This is great. Let's, I hope we can do this again before um, next week or even after next Thursday's game. Let's do it again and recap and keep this uh, NFL season going because I'm into it. Also, man, we should talk uh, college sometime. Uh, this college season is is really getting good, and there are some real good games coming up. So I would love to talk some college ball if anybody's down for that sometime. For sure. All right, guys. Well, I appreciate it once again, and we appreciate everybody for joining us. Please check out TheEverydayFan.com. Check out The Shot of Jack. Check out Lamar Field's stuff. He got it everywhere, everywhere and anywhere. He's kind of all over. So uh, check us all out and keep coming back, and we thank you guys for coming. Hey, guys, have a good one.